Welcome to the NRL Fantasy Podcast brought to you by DoorDash Round 12 Teams are here. My name is Chris Kennedy. Dom Brock is with me to go through all of it. Dom, more potentially bad news, I guess, depending how judiciary goes a little bit after mm-hmm. we record this podcast, but not as disastrous team lists as we're accustomed to. Yeah, a little bit of bad news and a little bit of good news this week. Um, a few big names uh, back in action, which helps a few of us out. So, yeah, I think one of the kinder team lists of the last few weeks. Yes. Yeah. One of the less bad teams. One of the less bad teams, we'll say that. <laughs> um, kicks off with the Broncos. Uh, potentially bad news on um, Tyson Gamble for those that are carrying him as a p- potential cash cow. Out with a one-week suspension, Anthony Milford gets a reprieve. Uh, Herbie Farnworth back in the centres at the expense of Dale Copley. Um, a couple of tweaks, I think, in the pack. They've lost a forward. Someone's dropped out. Matt Lodge is also suspended, so yep. uh, Reese Kennedy starts. Um, Keenan Palacia, a big score last week. He's first game of the year off a, a low base and a couple of bounce back scores from guys like Pengai and uh, Jake Turpin. Yeah, so Palacia, I've seen a few people buy him. He was very cheap last week. Um, he is filling a spot short term, we still think. Jordan Ricky back from suspension mm. next week and Alex, Alex Glenn, Glenn back from injury as well. They've got a few back next week with Lodge and Gamble to come So, and Stags back too as well soon. So um, yeah, I think he'll disappear soon. That's probably the case for a few other players. Yeah, so in terms of buys, I think it's... Um, Mostly usual suspects. Payne Haas has been a bit um, quiet by his standards still. Yeah, 50 again on the weekend, 51, sorry. Uh, Pangai a bit better, close to 60. Uh, Tom Flegler, who was a bit of a cashy last mm. week or two, hasn't done that much yet, 39 points last week, but um, decent chance he can get some decent minutes in the next few weeks. Yeah, his minutes were a little bit low last week. He was actually on track for a worse score than he got the week before, and then a loose ball lobbed into his lap, and he was able to gallop downfield and set up a try, which sort of retrieved it for him a little bit. Uh, Albert Kelly uh, was his first game in about seven years in the NRL. Mm. Uh, very Tyson Gamble-ish, uh, you know, starting off with a 44 or whatever it was. Uh, do we think he hangs around or are we just generally just cautioning against any <laughs> any Brisbane halves at this point? Yeah, no idea. I mean, it depends what happens week to week. He's there with Milford this week. With Gamble suspended, if, you know, whoever plays better, I'm assuming, is going to keep their spot when Gamble comes back. Maybe Gamble stays out of the team if they both play well. Job security is really tough to predict now for any uh, Broncos halves. So, I mean, you can get him as cheap if it pays off you make some money but um, yeah not a lot of confidence I think in any halves at the Broncos this year fair uh, fair point the Storm team uh, just the one change I think with Jerome Hughes back so there's still no Munster still no uh, Harry Grant still a very um, I guess not a full strength team you know Chris Lewis mm. at 5-8 uh, and Aaron Booth and Trent Liero on the uh, on the bench, but probably all the uh, the talk at the moment has been around Nico Hines, who is averaging I think north of sixty when he starts at fullback um, this season, coming off a monster uh, hundred score with just um, just running rampant. Yeah, so he was an option last week if you thought Pappenhausen would be uh, sidelined for a few more weeks with a head knock, a bit risky because he. Had, mm. Uh, you know, most players just miss one week with a concussion. We had no reason to think that this time last week. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, game finished and uh, Craig Bellamy had a press conference and said Pappenhausen could miss three more weeks or a month. So if he misses a month, then, uh, you know, that puts him in sell territory and puts, um, I guess, more importantly, Nico Hines in buy territory. Um, he made 100 grand, I think, in one hit last week. 110. 110,000. That's massive. Um, so that's frustrating if you didn't have him. But... Um, <laughs> Scored 100 points. He can get more big scores whenever the Storm uh, get wins, which mm. should be, I mean, at this point, Penrith and uh, Melbourne are just lapping everybody. So I can expect uh, to see some more big wins. So, yeah, he could be a very high-scoring cash cow in the next month 
if Pappenhausen stays out. And, you know, the Storm can absolutely afford to play it safe with all their stars, including Pappenhausen mm. this year. They can win without him. They look like they're going to be, you know, up the top of the ladder at the end of the season. They've got Origin coming up. Um, yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if they play it very safe with Pappenhausen. Mm. Or if, you know, Munster's out, then Hines can play at six or, you know, yeah. they can find ways to get him in the team. So, yeah, I think uh, all that says, Nico Hines, pretty good buy at this point. He, um, Pappenhausen came back from a fairly long layoff with that shoulder injury and copped a head knock straight away. But bear in mind, he copped a really heavy head knock in the game, in the exact same incident where he hurt his shoulder. So, the, mm. I mean, there's a, I don't know that he was managing any concussion issues, but there's a chance that he also had an issue with a head knock at the same time he had that shoulder injury. So yeah. no surprises the Storm are taking it. A little bit on the conservative side uh, with his comeback. Uh, second game of the round, the Cowboys and the Warriors, the Todd Payton Cup up there at uh, Queensland Country Bank Stadium in Townsville. Uh, Cowboys really sort of come good of late. They get uh, Cohen Hess back after his head knock replacing Jason Tamalolo, who's out with a one-week ban. Uh, Hamaso Tabuai Fido, the hammer is back um, from an ankle injury in the centres in the place of Conley Lemuelu, who is out with a broken thumb. Um, they're the main changes. Uh, Lachlan Burr also out suspended. What have you got fantasy-wise? Look, not heaps. I think this should be a pretty good game as far as uh, this weekend goes. Uh, pretty close, uh, on paper at least. Tamalolo out hurts, but his scoring's kind of dropped off anyway. He only had, I think, 29 points mm. on the weekend in 60 minutes, which is not great. So, um, you know, if anyone's got him, you want him to lift pretty quick. I guess he's going to get cheap down the track, but ideally he starts scoring more points before you buy him. I don't know if there's any obvious buys in this team at this stage. Well, I've had a few uh, questions about Javid Bowen, who had some job security yeah. issues, but that appears to be a little bit less of a concern with Lemuelo out for six weeks. They do have uh, Justin O'Neill in the reserves list, so I guess he's not absolutely, um, you know, walk up. Um, safe for the next six weeks, Bowen. What are you, t- almost 30 on the weekend? Probably a, a little bit under par given his uh, outside wingman just ran rampant. And yeah, didn't really absolutely. Get involved too much. Yeah, I mean, you know, tough with those players in those positions where, you know, one or two tries can give them a monster score or uh, without that can go very quiet. So, yeah, I don't mind it. Um, what? How cheap is he at this point? Is he cheap enough to justify? 300 ish. He's on the cheap 300 ish, yeah. I guess he's in that Moses Embai kind of uh, bracket, but. Um, mm. Yeah, don't hate it. Still a bit risky. I don't know. I prefer looking for um, sure things at this point. Having used a lot of trades myself. <laughs> We're all in that sort of boat. Uh, Warriors team, Reese Walsh will be wearing the number one jersey this week after playing there last week and getting a 64. Um, those of us like myself who played it a bit safe, assuming he was going to get some 20-minute games off the bench, uh, probably should, got it, got, should have got him earlier because he, um, he managed to score even when he was on the bench and now he's starting again. Um, probably the main talking point, really, other than Torhu Harris just being an absolute walk-up 60 every single game. Yeah, Harris is got to be close to the most consistent fantasy scorer in the comp, I think, this year. Has he um, scored below 60? I don't think he has. I don't think he has. He's had one big one, and then yeah. the rest are around 60, which is great. Uh, two of us, Ashek, still got a good score last week despite playing on the yep. wing. He was uh, fantastic, but can't be you know trusted to score long-range tries uh, every week if he's going to be playing mm. it wide. But, um, yeah, Reese Walsh, the big winner of, of late, he's still... Just going to check out his price. If you don't have him already, he's probably still a pretty good price. 475, yeah. So um, only a little bit more than Nico Hines, I think. So at this stage, you have to assume. Oh, sorry, Nico Hines is in the 500s. I forgot about that 100 price. <laughs> grand, grand jump. Um, yeah, Walsh still a good buy, I, yeah. I think, at this stage. I mean, they might move him around later in the season. Maybe he plays six, but at this point, he's um, scoring and setting up tries pretty consistently. Mm, I mean, he's 
he's such a dangerous player. He can just rack up tries really quickly. What do you get? You know, just in the first half last week, I think he scored or set up four tries. So yeah. he's, um, he's capable of some pretty rapid uh, scoring. Um, maybe one to watch there is Ewan Aitken back from injury. He yep. got 40 um, odd without really doing much, though he's not exactly cheap, but um, one to keep an eye on. Uh, West Tigers and the Dragons, uh, the second Friday game out there at Bankwest Stadium. Um, pretty interesting contest on paper. A few changes for the Tigers team. Uh, Joey Leilua, I think, as a head knock has ruled him out. Um, so Jimmy the Jet comes back uh, on the wing, actually. Um, he's the main change bench uh, tweaks there. Tom Amone, and I think, for his first NRL game for the uh, the Tigers. Uh, Jake Simkin, who only got six off the bench last week, drops out uh, anyway. Yeah, so not great news for those who held Simkin, but I guess... Uh, a bit of good news for people who have held James Roberts uh, to fill a centre spot. At least he's going to play one week. Uh, he's on the wing, which is not great. But then again, his scoring wasn't very good at centre either. Could so be worse. How much <laughs> worse can it get? Um, it makes sense, I guess. Tommy Talao better in the centres than on the wing. So maybe they uh, see if Roberts uh, can fit that role this week. Uh, yeah, Luke Brooks, I think the big winner, as we've said, from the uh, big positional change-up they did a couple of weeks ago. 63 again, Moses Embai, his new 5'8", 37, which is a good score yep. for someone available in the centres and is quite cheap. Uh, yeah, so I think they're the main ones. Um, Luciano Leilu has been getting consistent 50s. Um, he's a player who can get a monster score on his day, so mm. he might be uh, looking ahead to the first buy round, uh, a possible slightly cut price keeper. Uh, buy option if you can't afford the real big guns. Um, otherwise, Dane Laurie kind of saved his score with one really big run at the end of that mm. game, 48. Uh, a lot of tackle breaks in one uh, solo run, so you can hold him a bit longer for that first buy if you're playing for overall points. Mm. Break-even's back down under 40, I think, so you yeah, no rush to get him out. Um, interested to watch Tom Amone, actually. A really high work rate traditionally in uh, in reserve grade. Hasn't had too many chances in the top grade, but if he uh, ends up getting a fair few minutes in the middle, he might be um, one to keep an eye on. Uh, Dragons team, a few question marks there. I think Cody Ramsey still needs to progress through HIA protocols. Um, Tarek Sims back from suspension. Josh Kerr out due to suspension. Uh, Braden Williami on the wing. Is it Max Fienge? Yep. Out. Head um, yeah. So a few uh, a few changes for them, but uh, fantasy wise, main talking points. Ben Hunt got uh, sixty nine on yep. the weekend. Um, he's been a gun in the past, uh, especially uh, last year playing a lot of hooker. Mm. Uh, this year a lot uh, more inconsistent. A few good scores in the sixties, a few low scores. Um, but he's six forty k. If you want a half, he's pretty good one. Pretty good chance of getting a bench spot for Queensland in origin, so that's a factor, I suppose. Uh, otherwise, Jack Bird, 55 points, really good uh, mm. in the centres last week. Um, you know, could be end up being the best centre uh, in yep. fantasy this year if he stays fit. He was uh, against me in a couple of private leagues and he mm. made about 12 points at half time, picked up a bunch of turnover tackles. I'm not sure where they came from, but uh, always good uh, player who can rack up points without, you know, doing anything too explosive on the field, which Bird's been pretty good at um, this year, and 55's a, a real solid score. Um, so, like you said, one of the more reliable centre options in what's been an absolutely vexed position for yes. fantasy coaches this year. Uh, Saturday footy kicks off at uh, Blue Bet Stadium out at Penrith. The Panthers hosting the Bulldogs. I would say if this doesn't go to script, it will be the biggest upset I've ever seen in my life in rugby league. I'm expecting uh, Penrith to run away with a very big win. Um, Team-wise, not a great deal. Capewell out uh, for one week with a, a crusher band. Uh, Martin into the starting side on an edge. Um, Penrith just unstoppable. Yeah, they are. So um, I guess fantasy-wise, Cleary got another 100. Everyone's yeah. just kind of 
glazed over that when that happened. Well, he got 30 less than he got the week before. Yeah. And pull your socks, socks up, uh, mate. I didn't notice it until then after the weekend <laughs> finished. And it was like, hey, another 100 for Cleary. Uh, standard. Uh, Matt Burton got 70, got a hat-trick yeah. uh, in his hometown. Um, is he is he an option going forward? So he's he's scoring well in the centres pretty much only when he scores tries, but he's yeah. scoring a lot of tries. And actually, he had two really poor scores in yeah. the past three weeks, I think. So when he doesn't get tries, he does doesn't get very too little. Well. Yeah. If he's in the centres, he scores great at halfback, which yes. is only going to be probably one or two games in the next couple of months through Origin. But I guess, yeah. So. I mean, they'll definitely um, be missing Cleary for at least one game uh, before Origin. But I guess, like Melbourne, Penrith's a team that can afford to rest their Origin stars a fair bit. If Jerome Luai gets picked as well, then that could be two halves. They could be resting. Maybe he plays a few games. I don't know, two, three in the halves. Who knows? Um, he's an option, not super cheap. Um, you kind of want him as a keeper, I guess. So a bit risky. But if he keeps getting tries and then getting monster scores in that um Origin bye weeks, he could be worth an investment, perhaps. Mm. Um, otherwise, Paul Momorowski back last week with Dylan Edwards out with a hamstring injury. So those who have kept Momorowski, uh, capitalised there. He gets one more week at least this week by the looks. I think Edwards, is, is he out of the 21? He yeah. is not in the 21. Yeah, so he okay. had definitely no chance with his hamstring this week. So yeah. be at least one more for um, for Momorowski. What are you, 35 or so? Yeah. Seems to be doing that pretty reliably when he gets a chance. Uh, Dogs team, they'll be up against it uh, this week. They do get some reinforcements. Uh, Jack Hedrington back from suspension. Uh, Jackson Torpenny, who's um, was potentially season cash cow. He's in at hooker for Sione Katoa, who is out suspended. Uh, Joe Stimson comes in. Josh Jackson uh, is back from his calf uh, strain. So uh, a bunch of changes. Um, potential centre cheapy uh, Aaron Shop uh, retains his spot. Um, didn't get a, too many opportunities. but I thought he looked quite handy, but didn't get too many chances um, last week. Uh, Jake Cavarillo just pumping out uh, mm. great scores, uh, available in that tricky centre position uh, in fantasy as well. Yeah, so Avarillo still playing halfback. His name there again this week. Um, Kyle Flanagan is in the reserves. There's been some talk uh, earlier on Tuesday that he was going to come back into the team this week, so that could still happen, uh, which could hurt Avarillo scoring mm. a little bit. But um, He probably replaces Wakeham, and Avarillo's been going okay at six when he's six. He's been, yeah, exactly. He his kick meters might drop a bit, but yeah. regardless, he looks a keeper at centre uh, this year. Uh, Nick Cottridge had a good score, 66. Mm. Uh, he's got a couple of tries of late, so uh, he's you know fairly cheap now after scoring uh, pretty badly at the start of the season. Um, Luke Thompson, I think, is the big winner mm. in the Dogs this year. Uh, just been a consistent uh, 50 scorer and then got 69 on the weekend. Not in that many teams. Uh, his average, I think, is 58 now, which is getting... Close to your, you know, Payne Haas is only yeah. 61 and he costs another 100 grand. So, yeah. Well, more than he averaged when I earned him last year. Absolutely. <laughs> me too. So, um, yeah, not a bad pot option. He's, you know, basically priced at what he's going to get. Maybe his price is um, jumping up a little bit week to week. But, um, yeah, I don't mind that as a, as a dark horse option in the middle. Mm. Matt Dury retains a starting spot despite the return of Jackson and uh, Hetherington, although Chris Smith is out suspended. So um, I wouldn't say he's necessarily guaranteed to hold that spot once everyone is available uh, next week. Uh, Rabbitohs and the Eels, 5.30pm uh, on Saturday at Stadium Australia. Um, two teams that were very disappointing mm. last week. One of them, you would think, has to bounce back. Um, hopefully it's a good contest. Um, Rabbitohs... Probably unsurprisingly, in the face of that huge loss to Penrith, have made a few changes. Um, Liam Knight, Jaden Sewer in particular, uh, make way. Um, 
Jacob Host into the starting side. Uh, Latrell Mitchell uh, came back from a four-week ban and scored okay at the back. I mean, given the way that the match panned out to get a few busts and a try assist yep. wasn't too bad. Uh, Damien Cook in the high 40s as well. But, um, yeah, it was a disappointing week for the, the Bunnies. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, Walker's 49, Cook's 47 were their best two scores. I think you can pretty much put that game aside. I think going forward they're not going to play Penrith again for a while. So, um yeah, uh, I think they should all improve this week. Uh, in saying that, again, there's no kind of obvious buys. You probably want more out of Cook before buying and not, you know, yeah. two weeks before Origin. So, um, And they'll lose a few guys to Origin, I think, this week. Uh, yeah, Latrell, 32, I think, was it? Without a try, which is, you know, better than he used to produce at fullback So, and first came back from injury. So, again, yeah. Oh, when, 32. I thought he scored more than that. Did he get downgraded? Maybe. Maybe. He was just being optimistic. Yeah. Anyway, but that's, you know, he's had really bad scores in, in this kind of game in the past. So mm. I think that's still fine. He'll, uh, he should come good when he gets amongst more uh, tries. And uh, Cam Murray also back uh, from injury. I neglected to mention but that's a huge in uh, for them uh, for what is a, a very big game. Eels team, they've lost uh, Regan Campbell-Gillard. Uh, suspended is the uh, the main change uh, fantasy-wise. was a bad game for uh, Mitchell Moses, who's been pretty good this year. Um, Reed Marnie also nothing uh, too impressive. Isaiah Papali, a little bit of a return to form with uh, a try assist for their only try. Um, that about it fantasy wise. Yeah, I think so. Ryan Madison, 40 as well, a bit underwhelming. Mm. Um, again, you know, good team with a surprisingly heavy defeat last week. So they should all bounce back, you would expect. I mean, Papali, 60 is, is rock solid, but um, Moses, you'd think, would improve. I mean, this is a tough game to predict. It's mm. weird this year because there's so many blowouts. So I kind of feel like either team could win this game comfortably or it could be a, you know, yeah. close thriller. So, um, yeah, but no no brand new buys out of that Eels team. Yeah, no, I, uh, I agree. The uh, Saturday night game, the Roosters and the Raiders uh, up there at Gosford at Central Coast Stadium. Uh, Roosters surprise loss to the Broncos, really out-muscled um, last week, uh, which doesn't happen to them too often. Uh, Joseph Suwali, who uh, a few people were keeping a, a watch on, obviously uh, drops out with uh, Josh Morris back from that back strain. Is the, uh, the notable fantasy uh, change on the team list? Yeah, so Sam Walker, six points. Is he a sell? Was his break evens up 69 60s, or something? Yeah. yeah, almost 70. I mean, sort of dep- a few people running with him as their second half just mm. due to the dramas that have happened elsewhere. If he's one of your only two halves, I don't think he's an urgent sell. Um, I'd expect him to go better this week against a Raiders team that's had plenty of, uh, of woes this year. Yeah. Teams have tried to target him. It was only really Melbourne that had done so effectively before uh, the weekend. Obviously, uh, Pangai put a huge target on him and um, got away with it. I think he's going to get some more good scores this year, but he's made close to 300k coming off a bad score with a high break even. If you're not needing him in the 17 um, or you can upgrade your team, then I think this is probably isn't a bad week to sell him. But I am selling him this week, so you'd lock him in for 80. <laughs> yeah, he's got more good scores in him uh, at some point this mm-hmm. season. But his last few, I think he had two scores in the 30s and then six last week. Uh, it wasn't any one area that he had huge demerits. He had four missed tackles, which a lot of halves do. Um, he had four errors, which is high. But then his kick meters wasn't high, his run meters wasn't high. I mean, they got beaten, so it's mm-hmm. tough for a half. Um, so, yeah, no real areas where he scored. And then he uh, had those... Uh, those demerits. So, yeah, I think a pretty good time to jump off. I mean, some people are holding, think with the you know buy rounds in mind, but that's 
the roosters don't play around 13 so you have to hold mm. to around 17 for that to work and and his price might start going backwards by then so yeah i think a pretty good uh, time to sell if he's yeah on your bench or in your reserves mm. and uh, angus crichton obviously we don't know yet if he's going to be successful at the judiciary but he'll be out for two weeks uh, if he's not uh, Raiders team, um, I guess the notable change here um, is George Williams has been released effective immediately. So um, Sam Williams holds his spot in the halves and Jack White returns from suspension at 5'8". Um, Josh Hodgson also back uh, from a one-week suspension. He's on the bench. Uh, Tom Starling, who uh, couldn't survive the CK mock after I bought him last week, at least has uh, overcome what looked like a potentially, um, you know, a potential syndesmosis injury. He's been named to start. So that's a little bit of bright news there. Yeah, so the George Williams news is pretty massive NRL-wise. Yeah, I don't huge. know yet how what the repercussion is going to be for fantasy. So does that improve the stocks of Jack White and say, who's been you know a fifty-point player, roughly kind of up and down scorer when he gets um, a big you know solo try or whatever he gets a big score, but otherwise can be quiet. Does it make Sam Williams an option? Does it help someone like Hodgson, who's a kind of natural playmaker and might kind of step mm. in and have a big role? I don't know. What do you think? I almost, in isolation, I think George Williams is probably a better player than Sam Williams, but I almost think Sam Williams might be a better fit for yeah. this team at the moment. Just a really, um, like some of his kicking, I know they, they didn't win, but some of his kicking last play options were really good, um, you know, just rolling into touch. I know you don't get a scrum anymore, but, um, you know, he did some nice things, had some nice touches, just a you know calm, experienced voice out there to do the the general sort of calling and get the team around the park so Jack Whiten can sort of, you know, do what, took him to the Dallium last year and just sort of focus on his running game yeah. and um, you know, maybe it benefits the, the team overall yeah fair enough well I guess that's good for everyone then yep um, and Bailey Simonson who I saw obviously had his uh, second good score of the year so another try <laughs> very another consistent 40. very very consistent um Sunday footy kicks off 2pm uh, up there in Coffs Harbour actually the Sharks are taking a home out there to face the Titans um, Sharks team uh, Chad Townsend dropped I guess that mm. would have been the big team news if it wasn't for, for George Williams but he's obviously off to the Cowboys next year uh, Sean Johnson back um, to finally play his 200th game uh, partners Matt Moore in the hearts yeah, you don't often get a uh, halfback kicking a match winning field goal and then gets dropped No, but as far as uh, Golden Point uh, games go that wasn't the most thrilling I guess the Sharks win over the Dragons so uh, not a massive shock uh, especially with him off to the Cowboys as you said next year again not huge repercussions I think I saw someone asking whether Chad Townsend's a buy so it's probably saved them from a bad uh, pickup um, with his scoring usually not great especially when Sean Johnson's around so uh, yeah and then fantasy wise I mean last week we had nothing I guess this week there's not much either Will Kennedy had a good score with a try 69 but that won't happen every week mm. so well, didn't he get zero-ish yeah. a few weeks ago in a, a bad game still no bias from Cronulla no I mean Jesse Ramian is back from Absolutely. injury um, one of the probably one of the most expensive centres I think in fantasy hasn't put in too many good scores but has had a couple of big ones maybe one to watch rather than one to buy um, Ronaldo Militalo back not really huge for fantasy but he's a specialist winger which they've been uh, lacking a little bit yep. this year so that's a big in for the Sharks just in general football terms uh, Titans team David Fafita back from a two week suspension um, should have been one uh, <laughs> but he's back better late than never Absolutely, is the, uh, the main fantasy talking point for them Yes, very good news for most of us. I mean, I guess some people sold for Fida when he got um, suspended in the first place, but, um, you know, with Origin coming up. Uh, but for everyone else, yeah, 
great news. He can pile on some big scores. Um, otherwise, Big Tino, 69 points last week. A few good scorers last week. Jamal Fogarty, 67 as well. Um, he's been really good. Uh, yeah. He's had a few scores in the 30s, but a lot of scores in the 60s, and he's cheaper than most uh, halves, although his price is on the way up. Uh, Foto Akat, uh, 94 yeah. points, just came out of nowhere. Vintage. He had a couple of scores in the 30s, and then uh, I think 10 tackle breaks last week. So, again, that won't happen every mm. every uh, weekend, and he's, I'm almost certain will play Origin as well. It has to be, yeah, especially with um, Papali out. Papali and, and yeah. uh, Lin- Lindsay Collins also out. He's, uh, he's definitely going to be in there. Yep. He scored about 30 of that 90-odd in one play, didn't he? Big charge yeah. downfield. Uh, Patrick Herbert also back in the centres in place of Essan Masters. Uh, final game of the round, the Knights up against the Seagulls. Knights at home at uh, McDonald Jones Stadium. Callum Ponga back, which is uh, huge for anyone who's got him, like mm-hmm. myself, yep. um, is probably the, the main change there. Bradman Best back as well for yep. anyone who have him. Um, potential keeper centre if the Knights get their act together and start getting some wins. Um, yeah, Ponga's the, the big one. So um, missed a few games. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> Should be good. I mean, it's going to be tough. Manly, Manly's one of the best teams in the comp all of a sudden. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it might be tough to get attacking stats unless uh, the Knights turn things around quickly. Uh, Braley and Connor Watson both got uh, scores in the mid-40s last week, which is a bit, you know, yeah. unders for them. Uh, Braley's obviously a keeper all year, I think. Uh, Connor Watson, he's kind of, yeah, been a bit um, below his best since uh, Fitzgibbon came back yeah. and his minutes dropped a bit. Um, I think he's still a hold for now, but I don't know. I guess if you're if you're rolling with um, you know not many red dots and can afford mm. to make luxury trades, maybe he's someone to consider upgrading. I don't know. Yeah, I mean he's lost what probably a few minutes and maybe a five to seven points per week yeah. score, but he's still getting probably high forties more often than not. So no rush to get him out. Uh, I don't think. Uh, Seagulls team. Uh, it's the Tommy Turbo show. Just went nuts uh, against Parramatta. Uh, Josh Schuster moved to mm. the halves for Kieran Foran and went okay. Daly Cherry Evans a decent score. They've lost Tamali Olakowatu due to a head knock. So uh, Carl Lawton uh, comes into the uh, starting second row spot. Although Curtis Serenin finally back from injury uh, on the bench will probably be starting if not this week then uh, certainly next. Yeah, so a lot of winners in that uh, game last week. Tommy Turbo, 99. Again, his stats are just outrageous this season. Um, the is it sustainable? Of, this is. I mean, it's not, but it, it, he doesn't have to sustain this level. If he just mm. gets one or two tries or assists every week, which looks like it's possible at this stage, then his score is going to be massive. Mm. At this stage, he's what had uh, eight tries, 12 try assists in six games. Uh, and there's line breaks and tackle breaks and you know yeah. what else so um, it's been his best fantasy season by a mile um, uh, top winger fullback in the in the comp this year um, otherwise a few people bought Jason Saab last week he's one of the guys who oddly has improved a lot fantasy wise mm. since uh, Tommy Turbo came back has uh, had a few long range tries and line breaks and whatever anyway it didn't happen last week and they got 17 points yeah. you can't trust a winger to uh, have a lot of attacking stats every week so I guess don't get too spooked if you've already bought him Ruben yeah. Garrett got 80 so he was the beneficiary last week well, Jason Saab's problem last week was he was attacking the side of the field that did not have Wonga Blake defending on it mm. so a uh, fair bit of traffic went the other way um, anyway <laughs> Can you tell? Can you tell which team we support <laughs> by how we discuss the just being objective? Yeah. Time for dash of the week. Who'd you go for last week? Uh, I think I went for Tom Starling last week. So I've had a couple of duds in a row. 
Ouch. Uh, so was it me that broke him or you that broke him? Uh, it's a joint effort, I think. <laughs> um, I think he can bounce back, hopefully, if he keeps that spot. Uh, this week I'm going for, I don't think we mentioned him in the Dragon section, but Jackson Ford played lock last week in the absence of uh, Josh McGuire and a few others. Yep. Uh, scored, I think, 56 in 60 minutes. He's played five or six games at lock in the past and averaged 47. Um the Dragons have all these suspensions, so he should get maybe four more weeks at lock. Could score quite well. Um, yeah, I'll stick with him. Yeah, my DoorDash Tasher of the week last week was Morgan Harper, who got 40, which was okay for a centre. This week, I will go for Liam Martin, who is starting on an edge in the mm-hmm. place of Kurt Capewell. Uh, can score a try and does have the Bulldogs, so may get several. Um, he got three straight 50s before his 30-odd last week, so um, keep an eye on like him. It. This weekend, get into some Twitter questions. We will start with um, Barbish Patel, who simply asks Pappenhausen to Heinz, uh, and also Tiffany Tenney, who asks pretty much the same question, Pap to Nico, or have we missed the boat? Yeah, uh, good trade, I think. I don't think you've missed the boat. I mean, last week would have been a much nicer time to do it, but we weren't very sure about Pappenhausen's uh, return date at that point, and now it looks like he should get at least three more weeks. Um and, yeah, I think Hines, if there's any injuries with Pappenhausen or Munster or even Jerome Hughes, they might play Hines at, at six. So, um, yeah, and his scoring is amazing. So it could be a very high-scoring, you know, short-term cash cow. Mm. I mean, I guess worst case is he has one or two sort of non-explosive scores and then Pappenhausen comes back and Munster comes back and he's on the bench. But um, that would be absolute worst case and probably less likely and I'd say more likely he gets a decent score against Brisbane and probably a few more before he has to worry about Yeah, it. I mean, there is that risk. It's not 100% safe yeah. that, um, you know, he plays two games, scores okay and then goes off the bench and you have to sell pretty quick. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of upside in that trade. Absolutely. Uh, Johnny Leary is in again. He says, with a crackdown on high shots and players getting sent off into the binge, we'll be avoiding players with dodgy records. Uh, I'll never get Josh Maguire again after he was binned for giving the ref a couple ruin my finals <laughs> last year. Anyone else you'd look to avoid? Yeah, it's not a bad, uh, it's not a bad question. shout. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, I've got Tavita Pangai Jr. in my team and um, that's probably not a great fit with the current rules. I think he survived them so far, but... Um, I actually crunched some numbers. I was doing my um, rating the forwards for Origin yeah. uh, annual yarn that I do, and I think unless he picked up some on the, the weekend against the Roosters because this was a week ago, he didn't penalise twice all year. Mm. Well, there you go. Maybe Just two penalties corner. all year. So. Clean skin. He's a reformed man. Absolutely. Um, well... Okay, aside from him, because he's a clean skin. But yeah, it, it's not a bad idea to avoid that. In saying that, um, a lot of players are getting charged. So it's not like you can yeah. predict which guys are going to cop it and on week to week. So um, yeah, I wouldn't make, I wouldn't, you know, pick a lesser player um, based yeah. on a, a judiciary record of somebody. But um, yeah, if it's a thing to split two players, it's not a bad idea. Mm. I mean, I've just, in close succession, lost David Fafita for two weeks and then Tyrone Peachy for two weeks for yeah. reasonably out-of-character tackles that you wouldn't look at them and say they're repeat offenders. And even Angus Crichton, who were potentially about yeah. to lose for two weeks, does have a few back-to-back charges, but none of them are too serious. But they've just added up to um, to cost him a couple of weeks if he's not successful at the judiciary. Mm. Um, so unless it's someone with a really shocking record like uh, Maguire, even Luttrell is in my team at the moment. He's probably a little bit of a... Uh, yeah, a risky option. A risky option, yeah. Don't rush out and buy Jack Hetherington this week. I probably wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This is his first game under the crackdown rules. Oh, God. It could be, <laughs> could be a short stint. It might not last too long, yeah. Ryan Burgess asks, uh, is Pappenhausen a trade-out? If so, who do you suggest we bring in with uh, State of Origin and buy rounds coming up? 
Well, again, again Nico uh, Hines is very safe. Um, otherwise, you know, usual suspects if you're missing any of the obvious gun uh, mm. winger fullbacks. You know, Tedesco is still cheap. I know he plays Origin, but he's great value. Um, you know, Tobo the same, not mm. cheap Origin, but um, that's fine. Or if you've already got three winger fullbacks, and you know, people who had Reese Walsh as a you know backup, he suddenly is a playing like a keeper level winger fullback mm. so you could just switch and get a, any position you know whatever you need uh, depth wise in the middle or yeah. edge or wherever for sure let's go Griffo asks how many trades should we be looking to have if you're not playing the buy rounds I could go a single trade and uh, go Sam Walker to Isaiah Papali or use two trades to get David Fafida leaving me with 15 it's a two parter I mean trades is just I've been making two every week just to get up to 17 players yeah I mean yeah, we've pretty much been forced to make a lot of trades. So there's no magic number. Some people will, will have dodged some of the injuries and therefore have more uh, trades saved. If you've got to make a trade, you have to do it. So, you know, don't panic too much on that. But, yeah, certainly if you can, going forward, um, keep that in mind, you know, using as few trades as possible. We're going to need a lot uh, for the run home. There's going to be, I think, more injuries. The judiciary stuff... Um, so, what, 29 charges or something this week? There were a lot last week. That's going to stack up. Even if there's only a few suspensions, you know, players are going to have uh, more charges on their record and yeah. it's going to make probably suspensions more likely in the, in mm. the last few rounds of the season. So You can only get fined three times before that is no longer an option and you just get points. You get suspended, well. yeah, exactly. So it's going to be really handy if you can have, you know, close to half a dozen trades in the last, I don't know, Six weeks, say. So. Yeah, definitely. And the second part, uh, two trades to get for feeder or one trade to get Isaiah Papali. I think I'd just go the one. I don't yeah, know. same. I mean, for feeder is probably the better option of the yeah. two, but if it means saving a trade, I think Papali is still great. Yep. Uh, Paul Burns says, uh, Connor Watson and Jermaine Izarko out for Sam Williams and Payne Haas. Um, if you could go straight from Azako to Haas, that's great. But, um, yeah, I don't think I'd be trading Watson out and I wouldn't be trading Sam Williams in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you I think, think? no, I wouldn't either. Um, just Mr. NRL Fantasy asks thoughts on uh, Pap and Starling to Jerome Hughes and Momorowski. It's a hard no from me. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't certainly don't buy Momorowski now. No. Um, he could be gone in a week. Uh, Jerome Hughes has been uh, good, but I mean, Starling's still got money to make. I wouldn't be making that trade necessarily. Yeah, I mean. He did have a, a bad score last week. He's breaking yeah. still only 38. If he does play the full 80, which he did last time Josh Rodson was in the team, yep. gets another 60, then he's, he's A, on. a keeper, and B, still making money. So, yeah, I wouldn't be jumping off. I mean, it's assuming his ankle's okay, which we, uh, we're expecting it is, uh, but certainly don't sell him unless something happens. Yep. Um, nice asks, uh, going Pappy to Hines and Walker to Moses to cover the buy round. Are they good trades? Um, I don't mind it. Yeah. Yeah, good trades. Yep. Um, Bryce is looking at Sam Walker to Reese Walsh and Mitch Barnett to Nico Hines. I don't mind that either. Yeah, looks good. It's a lot of uh, winger fullbacks, but um, depending yeah, on team good moves. But yeah. Uh, and Nathan Stein asks, oh, same question about trades. What's your doing? I don't have trades to have left. I've got 19, but thinking I could save them for a bit later with 18 playing this week. 19's probably going to be above average, I'd say. Uh, it probably is, yeah. If you've got a full team and you're not. Yeah, if you've got a full team, I think play it, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, you can still make trades, you know, planning for the future. But, um, yeah, if you can save a trade, then, then save them. That is all the questions we have for this week. Thanks to everyone for listening. Thanks to our sponsors, uh, DoorDash. We'll be back next week to wrap up round 12. Mm-hmm.